to the Glow of Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis and thank you for joining. How's everyone doing out there? Well, it's Tuesday and I hope your week is off to a fabulous start. Let me ask you a question, guys. How are you feeling today? Do you know when your body is telling you to slow down, rest, or even stop? Well, I say that because a lot of times we continue to push ourselves. We don't listen to our bodies when they're telling us to actually like take a break. I'll definitely say that as I mature in age, I definitely have to stop and listen to my body. You know, I'd like to work out seven days a week, but there are some days where my body is just like, nope, you need to take the day off. So I call that, you know, listening to my body and what it's telling me to do. Oh, well, most times I do, but I would definitely say that now I do stop, you know, so even if I want to push myself to do something, sometimes I just say, you know what, maybe let's just rest this morning. And maybe if you feel like it later in the day, you can. So my guest today actually specializes in the art of listening to one's body. Dr. Serena Goldstein, she is a naturopathic doctor who helps her patients to understand and bring awareness to their concerns and needs, not just through the traditional methods of like, you know, taking blood, um, but through thought provoking questions and what she likes to call a little homework, you know, as so using the questions and the homework, she uses her extensive knowledge of medicine, you know, really while honoring that natural first, and providing her patients with all the information they need to make the best decisions for their care. So it's really a nature first approach as well as being able to listen to your body and what it is telling you. So stay tuned everyone. We'll have a great discussion with Serena coming up soon. Get ready for Uvolution 2021. Uvolution is a one-day virtual summit for the woman professional or entrepreneur who is continuing to evolve into the best version of herself. Join us on Thursday, October 28th at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a day of inspiring speakers, education, and networking. And guess what? The best thing is it's only $35 for you to join us. That's right, $35 for you to take home digital content, promos, and inner for giveaways. So head over to glowupgirl.com backslash u-volution to register. That's glowupgirl.com backslash u-volution and register now. We can't wait for you to glow up with us at Uvolution. To the Glow Up Girl podcast. I am Kyra and I am here with Dr. Serena. So welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. Why don't you get started by telling the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? So I'm a naturopathic doctor and the quick and easy explanation is it's about four to five years of medical school. So it's still the same federal funding as conventional medicine, but in naturopathic school, the first two years are all conventional medicine based, like basic sciences, labs, diagnostics, imaging, pathology, all of that. Then we have our first set of board exams. The next two to three years are all the ologies. And we also take pharmaceuticals as well because, well, people come in, you know, being on them or interested in them. And then there's herb drug nutrient interaction. So really having that span of, yes, we know the pharmaceuticals, and then there's clinical nutrition, botanical medicine, homeopathy, hydrotherapy, chiropractic type work, physical medicine, IV therapy, and minor surgery. <laughs> so it's really just a few modalities. Right, right. So it's really more tools in our toolbox to not just treat the patient, but to get to the root cause of disease. Then we have about three days worth of board exams when we finish. So what's cool is we do, we are primary care trained 
However, a lot of us tend to gravitate not just to a specialty like, you know, more in conventional medicine, you'll hear endocrinologist, cardiologist. Mm -hmm. We can't call ourselves that because we're not, you know, there's like no board exam per se, Mm -hmm. but certainly specialize and we have organizations specific to those interests. And then we'll also, you know, I also have colleagues who are really into homeopathy or just really into minor surgery. Like they can't wait to fill up their office doing procedure. (laughs) So there's, there's so much leeway and there's so much we can do. And coming into my own path, when I discovered this medicine uh, about 15 years ago, when I was 19, my freshman year of college, Mm -hmm. I was always in a mindset of wanting more out of life. And even those really big questions, what's our life purpose? Why are humans even here? Like, what, Mm -hmm. what is this species all about? Um, I also grew up where I couldn't really ask those questions or it wasn't Mm -hmm. fostered per se, but I also thought, well, who else would really be asking this? Whatever. Cool. (laughs) Back to school or being some friends, but having those big questions, putting that out there into the universe with my first passion being psychology, then being prompted to go pre-med when I was encouraged by a close friend, when a course fell through. And I just, cause I kept thinking what more is out there. And when I found out about this medicine, this literally embodied the fact that there's no magic pill mm-hmm. that first visits with people are about an hour. So really having that relationship that this mm-hmm. is the that you can go to when, oh, you don't feel as energetic or you feel off. Because sure, we have our diagnosis and, you know, we do need, do need to accommodate conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. But even, but for me, I'm like, well, let's talk about your vivid dreams. The spin I've put on it is let's bring in all the spirituality work that into not just mind body, but also the soul. Mm-hmm. So it's, it really provided such a platform and that's where I'm just so passionate about just such a way to keep learning and keep mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's, yeah. that's a lot. And I mean, and seems obviously you were in school for a while and you've learned a lot and you could have gone in a lot of different directions, but you chose, and I like that you have chosen, you know, a, a path that allows for you, uh, really allows for connection with the people that you are servicing. Um, it's not just like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to just give you this pill, this prescription to take this and get out, you know, you know, sort of looking at your clock to like, see how many people you can get in and out. But the fact that you care about connecting to your patients is um, really awesome. And I, I really, um, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you. Yes. And that's part of where too, like, I know there's a saying that the universe has your back, mm-hmm. but it's like what you put out there, mm-hmm. you know, I, like it's there. It's, we just can't put a timeline on things mm-hmm. just like our body's not really on a, a timeline or the one that we always want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We just want it to be like, well, I don't feel good. So like, I want to be healed today. <laughs> Heal me now. <laughs> or my favorite. So can't this all go away yesterday? <laughs> like really type A. <laughs> like, no, it can't. Like, <laughs> so let's talk about, so physiological intuition. Mm-hmm. And how do you help your clients um, discover theirs? Yeah. So this is something I wound up discovering in practice. So talking about the fact there's no magic pill. Mm-hmm. However, what I did realize over the years, and this was part of my own personal journey, was how do I even begin to broach this idea and talk about it? when I'm surrounded by so-called magic pills and quick fixes everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and also in my own journey was a lot of weight related concerns, um, underlying eating disorders, mental health, hormone concerns. Like it was all in this big picture, Mm -hmm. but I never really received a diagnosis for it, which again, kind of tipped me off of like, wait, there's, we're more than just, 
so-called fitting in a box. Mm -hmm. so and um, when I started my practice, I was like, great, I primary care, I can help everyone. <laughs> until I realized my passion was actually really about hormones and the whole endocrine system. So then I began specializing in weight and hormones, which of course I truly resonated with and enjoyed so much <laughs> more because, oh, did I know it so well for many years. Mm -hmm. And like many, I also began running cleanses. They seemed great. It was also easily marketable. Mm -hmm. And not that there was anything wrong with it, because I get it. Everyone's on their own journey. But I also knew somewhere deep down, well, what was going to happen after? And that was also a lot of my life is that whatever we put effort into something, or let's say go to school or get a certificate or work with someone, what are your plans after mm -hmm. having that, just some sort of an idea? Right. So what ended up happening was after I was running these cleanses, now everyone's saying, well, what do we do after? We, we don't want to be, you know, eating like pureed veggies or, you know, whatever it was for right. the rest of our lives. Yeah. What do we do on vacation? What do we do on holidays? Will this fix my blood work? Now can I get off my medication? And I began realizing that, wait a second, even though it was always, I always got a little insecure talking about the magic, you know, that there was really mm -hmm. no, so rather Mm -hmm. I was now getting the questions, what do we do after? So from looking at my own life to now, you know, as my practice started to grow and people started coming in saying, I've tried everything, the stacks of all the functional tests, the mm -hmm. 50 plus supplements that were now like exploding out of their cupboards, right. there's this wanting, you know, this bringing order to chaos mm -hmm. and in my own deep dives, I began noticing certain behavioral patterns of like, you know, what are we trying to control versus letting go, which actually correlates. There's a whole spiritual cause of disease. So the more open I was becoming into understanding, you know, just the many reasons of weight beyond physiology, because there's also the of what are you holding on to emotionally mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from then correlating that to chakras, which are energy centers throughout the body. So we have at least seven on the inside. Then there's as upwards as many as over a hundred, but those tend to be outside of our physical vessel. Um, those physical concerns that can throw off those energy imbalances, you know, again, are correlated to how are we handling ourselves on the day to day? you know, who's in our life, what are our relationships like, mm -hmm. self-expression, all of that. Mm -hmm. So now I'm really drifting into, oh my God, wait a second, maybe if we have health concerns, it's not just about eating a vegetable, but what if there are lessons attached to it? Mm -hmm. So to me, physiological intuition meant we're taking all the meanings of what chakras could be looking at karma, whether it's our own karma or what's been passed down through our ancestors, because we do tend to carry or can carry at least seven generations behind us. Mm -hmm. What exactly is our body doing? So for example, the fat cell actually has to gain enough trust. So before it fully drops the so-called weight, it retains water, which mm -hmm. yes, so water is important, but it needs to feel safe in order to drop the water. And I began realizing all these, I guess, euphemisms, um, like balanced hormones, balanced life, combining mm -hmm. uh, that with the spiritual cause of disease, two chakras. And it was like, oh my God, our symptoms are so beyond just physical. So when I, you know, was coining the term or really going into that deep dive of what does it really mean is our symptoms are more than just physical. We need to understand and then trust our own intuition because if a symptom pops up, which I began to see in practice too, it may not just be physical related. It could be someone appearing in someone's life. That's not healthy. A thought mm -hmm. all of a sudden, as we work through it and it goes away, well, the way it was expressed was through our body, but the etiology was actually right. not purely mm -hmm. physical. 
Yeah, I think that is a, that's a very interesting way to, to look at it. And it actually, I think that, you know, obviously if you go to just a regular primary care doctor, I mean, they're not going to necessarily be able to get to help you get down to like the exact reason. So just using, you know, since we were talking about weight, say maybe let's use that as continue down that road. I mean, if you think about it, you know, like you said, a lot of times people like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this cleanse and I'm going to cleanse for 30 days and I'm going to lose this weight. And like you said, it's like, what happens after the 30 days? How do you like a shift to your mind to say that, yes, I did that as, I mean, I guess what most people would say is like a jump start or something. Right. And then, but what happens after that? Do you, have you figured out like a meal plan or have you figured out like all the things, like what makes me eat anyway? Why do I eat? You know, why do I eat like so many times a day? Why don't I stop eating when I'm like full and I know I'm full. So I think um, this is um, so interesting because it helps people, like you said, it helps you get to that emotional um, piece of like what's actually driving you to do the thing or to continue to be perhaps unhealthy in a way that is causing damage to your body or harming your body. Exactly. And I love that you even picked up on how it helps. You're right. It does bridge the gap into like, okay, let's look at other reasons. And one of the things that also made me think of, especially as a course, I am more than happy to keep the focus on weight and just, it's one of the most, I was actually about to say irritating because in some ways it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, like what makes us have the most patience mm-hmm. is weight loss mm-hmm. over the long term. And one of the things I had to realize because that was my journey is that, oh my God, I've done the cleanses, the diets, and each time, oh, I hoped it just stick. Like, why can't it just stick this, <laughs> yeah. one, this final time? Why can't I be skinny and pretty? And but I can still have a plate of nachos and not worry. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, did I want to just? H- how many ways can I? Right. Yeah. Yeah. My body, except <laughs> your body is not split. There really are never cheat days because. Your mind may say it is, but your body's like, no, it's still going in the same vessel. <laughs> exactly. So, like, so there was no way of rationalizing around it as much as I would want, which means taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I also began noticing over the years, which severely pissed me off, was that every time I'd lose weight, there was an emotional reason, which meant mm-hmm. I had to work through my own shit. Mm. And that is not fun. Yeah. No. Or it's wild to yeah. think of it as fun, but like, okay, but you know it's gonna mm. bring a greater reward. Right. That and then realizing I'm Saturn ruled. So, you know, yeah. and Saturn's like the granddaddy karma planet. So <laughs> I have lost track of the amount of times I have tried fighting with my own karma, my own reasoning trying to sidestep Mm -hmm. I just began embracing that wait a second anything that truly meant something in my life I was patient for Mm -hmm. followed my own intuition and because then also too what happens after the cleanse I think as you sort of alluded is that well how are how can we also feel if the weight comes back and that's Mm -hmm. big again cleanse is not going to address our body image if anything it will probably make it worse because then even if like two pounds come back the stress of that Mm -hmm. that's probably going to mess up our system even yeah yeah Yeah. that's uh, that's very that's very true um i do yeah I think too, as a person who in my adult years has been like up, down, up, down. And, um, you know, and then you finally just have to get to this place of, you know, you do have, you have to look at all the things because the, 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 the facts are that yes, as we get older, yes, our bodies do change. 
yes, it is a little bit harder for you to like maintain, you know, you're, you may not be the weight you were when you were in college or high school or whatever. Um, but I think that, you know, you also have to be, you have to give yourself grace. Um, and like you said, instead of saying like, oh, it's a cheat day, I'm going to have a cheat day. I mean, if you're going to have nachos, just say, I'm going to have nachos on Saturday. You know what? I'm going to have nachos on Saturday because I eat very clean during the week. And on Saturday, that's the day that I like to indulge in something that t- that I really enjoy. <laughs> and <laughs> And I think a lot of people don't, you know, do that. Like you said, it's just, it's the cheat day. (laughs) Right. And it's, and sometimes, you know, it's being aware too. And I've done this is like, then same thing. So I love Mexican food. It's Mm -hmm. I feel super easy. And then too, when was there ever a dull Mexican restaurant? Like, (laughs) right. It just makes me feel festive, you know, like, yeah, like I'm celebrating something, you know, so that, know add some ambiance in there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what it takes to to just say and I was even going to say too or I could just say I just want to enjoy a plate of nachos and that's Mm -hmm. it and just take responsibility Mm -hmm. so that was another pattern you know I began seeing you know is wait what are we taking responsibility for in life Mm -hmm. or much per se are we blaming others or blaming society or blaming Mm-hmm. without even realizing it yeah. but if we're saying hey this is what I feel like having and it's okay sure that you know if you eat healthy other days but you know let that be part of a very neutral mm-hmm. energy so then also you're not judging yourself right. and it will also let you really be more attuned to okay well let's say if I want to get off a plateau if I want to do something different. If I see food and everything is neutrally and fueling the body, because that's the thing we know a lot. It's just a matter of, yes, so here's now we're getting more into that bridge of what emotion and what have we been told in the past and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those attachments. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so how, um, with your clients, You know, how do you start? Like, what is an appointment like with you? How do you, what's the first step someone takes to, um, you know, sort of not just looking at the, maybe the ailment or the reason that they think they came through the door, but how do you get to that deeper understanding of like what's driving it? Oh, of course. Well, and of course, usually the reason people walk in is never the the soul, right. <laughs> you know, uh, which I love because it's like deep down they know it too. Mm-hmm. But whatever brings them in, and then it's like through our dynamic creating that space mm-hmm. so they can feel comfortable to share. Of course, you know, even too as the visits go on. So I always have people book a twenty-minute call with me, also to make sure that we are the right fit. Mm-hmm. And you know, that our views are aligned because a lot of my patients. So while now I'm in San Francisco, I had my practice in New York city for about six and a half years. And a lot of my patients were high powered New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. Same thing. They wanted to lose weight. They wanted to be healthy, which is ultimately, you know, really what it was. And more importantly, a sense of confidence and a freedom in their own Mm -hmm. skin. Because they also had their hopes, their dreams. They wanted to go out. They didn't want to worry so much anymore. Because again, they needed their energy or wanted their energy maybe to a new venture or Mm -hmm. a new position, you know, all those different effects. Mm -hmm. So as we establish, like, yeah, they are going to be dedicated. We're going to look at everything from, because there really is no work-life health balance. It's we're going to make all your habits congruent because chances are like if you're, let's say doing a cheat day in mm-hmm. your, in your meals, where else in life are you having a cheat day as mm-hmm. well? Mm-hmm. So, you know, bringing that awareness into yeah. where are you trying to sidestep an assignment or blame someone else for mm-hmm. a snafu, whatever it is. So in that, so now coming into the first visit, so everything is online, you know, my patient portals, you know, any supplements I'd recommend, 
that said, not tied to any brand. So again, truly customized to the person. Mm-hmm. And then we just start with what has been your weight related journey? What are your frustrations? What's worked? What hasn't? Mm-hmm. So then we get to really lay out everything and say, what could we also use? What have you learned? Mm-hmm. You know, as part of that potential plan moving forward. And also, when did it all start? And a lot of the times we'll start going into the childhood, you know, things, what they were told growing up. So we're really getting this life story that's coming with it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's, it's, as, as a doctor, yes, I do want to know your past medical history mm-hmm. and your family's history and all that. But what I'm actually listening for as well is where are the chakras, both in your past medical history and in your family's history as well. So that's going to help tune me into like which organ system we're kind of looking at first. Okay. Like is more stress related, like the adrenals, or if there was like a lot of hormone stuff, or even a history of birth control, or maybe cancers in the family, maybe mm-hmm. really you would deep dive into the liver. Because that's really big, like hormones, thyroid, blood mm-hmm. sugar. Um yeah. If there's a big history of heart disease, maybe I'll angle a few more therapies towards the heart chakra because I'll hear a lot of like, you know, that there's no love, there's no self-acceptance. I was seeing a lot of, which I mean, I still do. And I'm sure that's part of my history, but mental health pretty Mm -hmm. much. Well, every other person was coming in on like at least a psych med. So um, if I'm hearing a lot of like, anxiety, depression, mood, especially in the family, Mm -hmm. we'll start with a lot of, with like more mindset, like sure, like a few dietary, but chances are there's really like blocks in trust and intuition because that's your third eye. Mm -hmm. That's, that's your knowing. So in my own experience, my own intuition, I'm, I'm just mindful of these patterns so mm-hmm. then, of course, when we get into like, okay, sleep, what does a general day look like for you? So it's really a very comprehensive hour. And so that treatment plan is, what's that biggest obstacle to cure? Again, this is going to look different for everyone. Maybe it's the fact that there's like no water throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so like, that has to be the biggest focus, even before I touch someone's diet, because maybe they're just so scattered. Or again, maybe there's no trust and they just hate the way they look. And we just have to, like what you said, mm-hmm. love, like give yourself that grace. Mm-hmm. Maybe that needs to be part of the, like really in the first visit, because yeah. how are they also going to live with themselves? Right. Day to day as yeah. This so, yeah. So it's, it gets creative mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then consecutive visits. And one of the things I say too, is whenever I recommend supplements, it's never a monthly cost and it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. We know to take vitamin D is like the most basic, Mm -hmm. but if we are putting them in, know that we're ramping some up to really address something, but because I expect healing and I do expect lifestyle changes, Mm -hmm. there is a weaning off. So mm-hmm. again, supplements are there is a little yeah. food. Yes. Where eventually, yes, or eventually patients may say, oh, I love this flower essence, or I love this homeopathic, <laughs> where then it becomes they're now excited to take it rather than a, oh, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so then consecutive visits are, I find realizations pop up because we're creating so much presence. Mm-hmm. And then as they're sharing certain things with me, whether that they're feeling or maybe they realized the a craving went away. So I say, yeah, that's your body changing. Mm-hmm. So now they get so much more attuned to more ways their body is speaking to them mm-hmm. than just the, you know, oh, yeah. by the you feel a symptom. Yeah. So there's this clarity. And I've had patients say that they've never learned so much about their body until they work with me. And my goal is, of course, I love to work with people forever, but yeah. usually, you know, and they know is when they say, <laughs> okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. 
maybe we go on a maintenance plan. Maybe they come back and check in. Maybe they go off on their own. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful process. And yeah. I just love being able to be there as the guide for mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and I, I, what I, I love the the whole program, and and I, but I like that you know you help people to see an an end, right? So it's not like you're just you know, like you're just planning on like somebody just coming forever. You you help people to find the you know to hear from their body to get that clarity they need, and also to help them build a a, a maintenance plan for success for their lives. And so that they are able to like go and, you know, live um, successfully while maintaining, because I think something you said about like with the supplements, like you're not putting someone on supplements for them to be there forever. You're putting someone there to have that jump start for them to, because I think people get really, you get really excited. Like you said, when you start to see things change. And you start to, whether it's like, whether it's somebody, you know, that didn't feel well, now they have more energy and they're like, wow, look, who knew I could feel like this or someone that may, you know, lose weight and, you know, seeing people get to that place. I I find that oftentimes it's like when you start to see the changes, because you know that you're putting in the work to make the change, then you become so much more excited about like doing it. And like, oh yeah, like, you know, you're doing it because you want to be healthy. You're not, you know, you want to live a long time. You want to feel good. And it's not just about like, I want to do this and lose 20 pounds so I can get in this dress next, you know, next month. Like, you know, you have to think so far beyond that, because if you're in that mindset, then you're going to always be like repeating that same cycle over and over. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, same thing, like my weight has fluctuated. Mm-hmm. And so I'm about five feet. And I was always like, well, it's funny. So I was a competitive gymnast. So I joke, yeah, my weight started afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, always fluctuating like those five, 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And the way I would just try to hold on to wherever I was. And I didn't know what metabolism was. I, I did gymnastics. Mm-hmm. I I was eating like, you know, (laughs) a six foot teenage male, you know, and, uh, and then in med school was actually, it was my second year. So there was a lot of stress that year. And also it was now stepping into, we were learning diagnostics. We were learning, well, let me put it this way. We're the first year basic science where pretty much everyone comes to school in sweatpants. Like that's the joke that we knew who the first year. <laughs> they also still look bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh-huh. <laughs> like hoodies, sweatpants, like it's just science, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was coming into second year that it was like, oh my god, like I'm in medical school, you know, and it really. Mm-hmm. And I gained about thirty pounds in three and a half months. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time my clothes straight up did not fit. And the thing is, so we also have at least seven different defense mechanisms to help keep us, let's say, from having a total breakdown. Mm-hmm. Not that they can't override those. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'll never forget thinking, I mean, so I know I made some excuses like, you know, before then, but now mm-hmm. this is, oh, I noticed a little weight gain. But now, because I know with sleep, it renews your hormones. And then you have like longer because you're sleeping generally for like, you know, seven to nine hours and you have time Mm -hmm. to digest. Well, maybe if I just go to sleep, I'll sleep the weight off. (laughs) Oh my God. I, I had so many excuses, so many just, I wanted to deny what was happening because I didn't want to deal with it because Mm -hmm my life was so-called too stressful mm-hmm. really just a whole journey um because then of course to the part I was in my mid-20s I wasn't super old but it was only when I did start with the long term you know really just I was seeing naturopathic doctors too mm-hmm. and not only was I getting the saliva test you know t- you know testing hormones and cortisol and all that but it was the long-term 
And that actually, you know, wound up keeping the weight off till probably around my late twenties. So now I'm back in the city with my practice, but even though I still felt some of the stuff coming back, one of the other big pieces was that kind of why I stopped doing cleanses was where is my, where's my truth taking me next? Mm-hmm. So when I, that was another like, Oh shit, my <laughs> weight really is spiritual based. Mm-hmm. Is it? And then I began my awakenings, like not that long after, and that just opened mm-hmm. up a whole can of, mm-hmm. And I think what you were alluding to before, which I love is that, oh my God, could we even talk about Mm self-worth? Food is nourishment. Yeah. And can we say, I want this? And even Mm -hmm. if it's not in our 3D reality yet, can we believe that it it is there for us? Mm -hmm. The whole other, you know, top way of looking at, help and weight but it's mm-hmm. well I was gonna say scary but it's so freeing that mm-hmm. what I've noticed too is there's actually like it can that can even be a little unnerving is to realize when we take responsibility mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh, yeah I'm just like the way we can connect the dots but um yeah looking at help from from just a much broader perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that is, is it, it, that's awesome because I mean, you have to, like you, you have to look at all the factors. Um, I mean, it's not just um, what you physically feel, but there's so much more. Um, it's, you know, your attitude towards it. Like you said, it's your response the responsibility or you holding yourself accountable, especially, I mean, especially when it comes to things like weight, because that's the first thing, like you said, I, um, I thank you for the transparency and telling your story, because I think that's really important because I think we all do that. We all like you start gaining, you know, like you have this moment and you gain like, five pounds and you know you could sort of like oh, okay that's five I can you know get that back off you get to 10 and you notice it you know it you know it because by the time you get to 15 you are going to see a shift in your clothing almost you know it's going to be like oh, not as loose as it was or doesn't fit and then you know and as you you know creep up and you gain more a lot of times it's just like you said people just shut down and don't want to deal with it like I can't deal with this but the shutting down and not dealing with it often, you might shut down like mentally, <laughs> but most people are still, you're still like eating, still taking in the food because I mean, because you just like, you have a defense up, but at the same time, you're just like, your defense is to keep eating <laughs> and to say like, it's not, you know, I can't deal with this. So when you do own up to it. I mean, because, you know, uh, and you look at this last year, right? I mean, a lot of people are now sort of coming back around and going, yep, I gained those pounds during COVID and quarantine and, you know, got that extra weight. And it's like, it's like, own up, just own that, you know, like I gained it. Now I would like to lose it because I don't want it on, you know, I don't want it on me, but I think that you're right. The first step starts with like taking accountability and being honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself you can't go for help you can't go to anyone for help because you're going to still be in denial and and not able to like talk about like and get to the real root of it yeah and that's why too I found that it could even be so life-changing you know and this is what I've seen with patients is that you know, in working in some of these, so as we talk about, yes, the emotional side and these deeper meanings, which means we, you know, do have to take that responsibility and go inwards, is that at the end of the day, it starts with us. So if we're not honest with ourselves, I guarantee there's other people in the world that you're not honest with either, or completely Mm honest, whether it's your, so your family, your inner circle, to people you work with, and then that relation to the world so you know because humans were social beings so but again like how they say you know the change in the world starts with us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like bringing that inwards and it's like at the end of the day we are unconditional love like that's who we're meant to be mm-hmm. however we've 
so-called fallen quite a bit and raised and again like you know there's a lot of you know stuff with our ancestors too mm-hmm. like so we're kind of you know at this crossroads especially now of how can I challenge these beliefs and is it okay to challenge these beliefs mm-hmm. because commonly growing up is where so much of it stems from mm-hmm. whether it's the home or with school or with friends and what did we know like we were kids we were mm-hmm. like love and pure just we just right. wanted to do good in the world at mm-hmm. some point right uh, so really shedding those layers because you're right what happens when you know two okay well why not notice even when it's five pounds and then say wait a second mm-hmm. let me step let me step back what what could really have been going on oh wait a second mm-hmm. my diet's been a little off for the few days maybe mm-hmm. it's that oh wait maybe i was arguing with someone or there were some stressful things at work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then how can I recalibrate? Exactly. And and just same thing, keeping that neutral and, you know, catching Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, I, I definitely agree. So why don't you let everybody out there know how they can find you online and connect to you? So the easiest way to connect with me, which is where I have all my social media um, you know, I'm very active on Instagram, you'll see Facebook, and of course, Clubhouse as well, you can search for me. But the portal to all of that is my website. So drserenagoldstein.com. And there's even that's where you can book a 20 minute call with me if you like, and just contact me overall. So awesome. that's website, everything's there. Okay, fantastic. So um, everybody, you can check the show notes um, for all her information. I'll make sure we have the links there. Um, all right, well, this was great. This was, I love this conversation. I think it's always so important to, you know, to like think about like all the factors in like your body, like not just your physical being, but like the spiritual side, the, the emotional side, like all those things together, like, help this vessel, you know, along its journey. So thank you so much for um, sharing today and being so, um, so open um, and sharing your own personal experiences. (laughs) Well, and thank you for having me and really exploring this topic as, you know, I, I think too, it's such a testament and what I even had to discover, which actually a lot was last year too, putting those pieces together is that we are all here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a reason I've been through everything I have. Mm-hmm. And if I could at least help someone or inspire a thought or say, hey, you know, yes, even a doctor, because I know that carries its own mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. set of stuff. Yeah. Um, if I could provide just an iota or that connection and say, hey, like, I get it. I, exactly. With you. That's, yeah. that's what we are in the world we're all connected exactly I love that so before you go I'm going to we're going to do five things with Dr. Serena going to ask you five questions um, about um, helps us to just get to know you a little bit deeper so I like to start with um, how do you start your day so when I wake up I actually don't get out of bed right away Mm -hmm. I visualize what I need to do for the day and how that's going to fit in. Um, the other thing too, is that I actually don't do a running list or a tight schedule. I leave a little room for like, what are my two or three most important things? And then just kind of configure it from there in between appointments. Then you know, wake up, brush my teeth, all of that. Um, I have actually this huge, Water bottles, like 36 ounces. Um, so warm water, apple cider vinegar, lemon. I make tea every morning, sometimes with some slices of ginger, whether it's herbal or green. Feed the cat. <laughs> and, I, and then I meditate. Um, just, and just really imagine my, imagining myself grounded into the earth. And I just be. Um, so that's really like just, setting that how do I want to feel throughout Mm -hmm. this because then when 
things happen, which they may very well, if I'm now less balanced or less grounded, I'm like, wait, something's let me, let me get back where I know I'm safe. Because I know I've been creating that safety within myself. Right. Awesome. All right. Um, what's something that motivates you? My dreaming. Um, I have always been a dreamer. I've always wanted to discover the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. And the more layers of stuff and stereotypes that I've peeled back. So the biggest motivating factor is whenever I realize I can take responsibility for, mm-hmm. oh, was this really stopping me? Mm-hmm. When I do my own work and my own whatever I need at the time to peel that layer off mm-hmm. and it opens up another clearer thought. Oh my God, I just get so freaking excited about <laughs> how the world. Mm-hmm. And so I am so I, I just get so lit. I'm like, oh, ooh, maybe I could teach this. And then I'll start thinking about it. And then I'll bump up against, oh my God, but who's going to want it? Who's going to want it? You know what? No, this is my voice. I'm here for a reason. Ah, mm-hmm. Another layer just opens up. <laughs> here's the worksheet that I'm going to create. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll start working that in. So just that scaffolding and that building is mm-hmm. knowing we're limitless. Right. Yeah. At, yeah. at the end of the day. So. Awesome. Um, what's the one thing that you like to do on your day off? What's a day off? <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly from the East Coast, like, I love that you laugh too. Because sometimes you're right. Like, you? No sarcasm. So right. I guess the, the joys of making my own schedule. Um, so I would say, my true day offs are the weekend mm-hmm. uh, it was definitely a boundary. Um, my other days off per se. So I really only work like energy goes out three days of the week, but then mm-hmm. I'm more of like the creative two of the days. Uh, but with making my own schedule though, sometimes I'll end early. So in that overall, when I feel complete and just, I love going to the local farmer's market, even mm-hmm. just walking. I love taking myself out for coffee and breakfast or just like a little mm-hmm. taste something um, walks by the water and be doing a dance type class at the gym because I actually have those mm-hmm. really big heels too so I love like <laughs> I used to be a dance instructor as well mm-hmm. but I love like you know that creative yeah. movement um, and just I, I, I was almost going to say the basics, but mm-hmm. for me, they're just so like fulfilling and yeah, the, um, and taking yourself out too, because then I love talking to people. So you never know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. who's going to come by and say hi. Is awesome. So what is, what's, um, what's in your playlist? What's something that you're like a song or that you're listening to or playlist that you're loving right now? I was gonna say like anything ought to be 100 mm-hmm. uh, but that said I do have like the alkaline trio and that like a whole cd of that in my car but my playlist my workout playlist Beyonce um, like Eminem Lose Yourself mm-hmm. Champ by Carrie Underwood so very like motivating or Seven Rings by Ariana Grande mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very like I got this mm-hmm. into like, I got this. This is my life. This is my, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those type songs, like, yeah, diva, you know, like, look at yeah. world. <laughs> yes. Um, love that. Love that. And last, how do you end the day? Actually by, so by intuition, um, there are times where I've also learned to give myself grace if I don't finish every task Mm -hmm. or everything that's popped up because one of my tells is that if I start getting angry at the person emailing me, Mm -hmm. that's not their fault. That's me. So that's how I know, you know, there is in addition to, of course, there are times I go, Oh, that was a day well done. And I'll just (laughs) kind of sit there for a bit, reflect. I probably seen some synchronicities and think of this. Okay. Just to let me know I'm, 
on the right path. And then maybe I'll go for a walk or I'll go to the gym after. And that's usually a really nice, you know, mm-hmm. I, like going in the morning for a period of time. They're like, no, that's my strongest time. But going like late afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, was sort of just a really nice, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Get that last bit of energy out, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just really that winding down. Because mm-hmm. I also, especially now, I actually don't turn on the light when the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'll just lay in bed and think. Mm-hmm. Or like listen to some like uplifting videos on YouTube or something. Or like, yeah. oh, what's going on in the astrology? Get like a little inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you for answering those questions. Um, it always is just pretty cool to sort of dig into a little bit more. They're a little bit more personal, I would say. We get oh, to know you. We get to know you a little bit better. So thank you again, Dr. Serena, for joining the podcast. Um, this was great. You always have um a home here to come back if you want to share more in the future. So um best of luck to you um and everything that you're doing. Thank you so much and so enjoyed being on here as well. Awesome. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you again to Dr. Serena for joining me today. If you want to learn more about her and her work, you can visit her website at drserenagoldstein.com. Be sure you're following Glow Up Girl on Instagram. We're at Glow Up Girl. And then also head over to YouTube and subscribe. And if you want to watch this episode, search for Glow Up Girl and you'll find us. And then if you're on a platform listening where you can leave us a review, Please, please share the love. Well, you may not know, but Uvolution is coming. If you haven't registered, you need to register today. Got an amazing lineup of fabulous women who I am so excited to share with you. They are going to share so much knowledge to help you get kicked off for 2022 and the best year ever for you. So head on over to globegirl.com slash you dash evolution to check out the speakers and check out all the sessions. And it's going to be a full day of great, 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 great information and connection and fun. So October 28th, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time till about maybe 530 in the evening. So we're giving you a full lineup. And guess what? Even after that, if you are at work and you have to like take breaks to check emails or you know, step and sit into a virtual meeting or something, the content's going to be available for you after the event. So you can still watch what you missed. So I don't know about you, but I'd be getting my ticket today. (laughs) As always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little glowspiration. Today's quote comes from Philip C. McGraw. You need to listen to your body because your body is listening to you. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.